All right. Good morning and welcome to Morning Java. This uh, is kind of an experiment I'm doing and we'll see how well it goes. Um, anyways, I'm your host, Marco Becerra. Becerra for the Latinos out there. And uh, this is just a little something I wanted to do to kind of step out of my comfort zone. Um, you know, kind of put my ideas out there on the internet. Hopefully entertain some people, make some people laugh, and share some experiences about whatever. And, you know, have fun. That's the probably the most important thing. And maybe learn some new skills along the way, like public speaking, even though this technically isn't in public because I'm in my bedroom. But, you know, people are going to be listening to this, hopefully. Uh, maybe one person, at least, you know. My wife will probably listen to it and then tell me how, you know, how much it sucks or how good it is or how my voice sounds <laughs> in headphones. Um, anyways, the thing I was thinking about this week, which I recently experienced as of maybe 4 a.m. this morning, December 22nd, is uh, just how wild it is to me, or I guess how wild it is in general that, um, air travel is still allowed. And yes, I understand that there are restrictions and protocols, sanitation, sanitary, whatever guidelines, face coverings, hand jizz, hand sanitizer, you know, the works. Um, but still it kind of weirds me out. And it's very stressful and actually kind of unfortunate for people that are not tech savvy because if you want to travel to, if you want to travel internationally, so outside of the U.S., <clears throat> you know, you have to fill surveys out for COVID surveys for the country that you're going to, that you're entering. And the only way to really do them is on a computer or on a cell phone. And if you're not familiar with cell phones, like say my dad, who is flying outside of the country now, um, he has to rely on me. You know, I'm, he's, I don't know, almost 80. I'm almost 30. And, you know, we could both be spending our times better, I guess, more efficiently you know, not having to have me go help him with computers and cell phones and printers and all that stuff. But I mean, I don't mind doing it because he's my dad and I love him and, you know, he's awesome, but it's, it sucks, you know, because he struggles with technology and every time he needs something, you know, I have to print it uh, you know, check his email for him if he <laughs> has something important in there. Or uh, actually, the best thing I found is to give him my email address to give to people who have to send him important documents. And then, you know, I just, uh, you know, I print them for him. And, you know, I'm his, I'm his secretary. I'm his fucking secretary pretty much. <laughs> but, you know, I digress. Um. I think it's important for us to help old people 
you know, especially our parents with technology or find them someone who can, if, you know, you don't have the patience, there's a, you know, definitely classes that you can send your dad to or your mom or grandma, maybe not grandma, depending on how good her eyesight is, but you know, help them out. Don't get too mad at them. It's not their fault. You know, I mean, cell phones have been around for a while. I mean, computers have been around for a while. Cell phones, not so much, but they should know how to use computers since, you know, they've been around the block a little bit. Cell phones, I get it, you know, especially if their eyesight's bad, then, you know, phone screens are only so big and, you know, you can make the letters huge, but then it takes longer for them to scroll. They don't understand how hard you have to press on the screens or how softly actually you have to press on a screen for it to get to work and, you know. You know, I kind of take for granted knowing how to use my smart device and computers and all that stuff. And now, you know, it's six, it's almost 7 a.m. here my time at the time of this recording. And, you know, I woke up at 3 a.m., went to pick him up, dropped him off at the airport, you know, walked him through the process of, you know, flying internationally during coronavirus time and you know i gotta say it really wasn't a pleasant experience it really sucked because he doesn't know how to use tech but also because everybody's stressed out everyone you know no one really likes him wearing a face mask period or a face covering a mask what have you and now you have to go to the airport, which is already kind of stressful. Like, I don't think anyone really enjoys the process of going through the airport to get to your flight, but I think flying is enjoyable for sure. I love flying, but yeah, it was not cool. So, you know, you're there standing around, definitely not six feet away from people like you're supposed to be with a face covering on and you don't know what's going on. You don't know how to use a cell phone. I'm just trying to put myself in my dad's shoes, you know. And I'm sure he feels bad, you know, for me that I have to be up at 3 in the morning so I can bring him to the airport and walk him through all of this. But, you know, I really don't mind it at the end of the day because I want to make sure that he gets where he needs to be and he's safe and he has everything he needs. But... You know, it's still, it still sucks for him. I'm sure it sucks for him. I mean, we don't talk about this because, you know, Latino men don't really talk about their feelings, but I'm sure he feels it. Um, I think I've seen my dad cry once in his entire life. And then I was like, dang, I'm about to cry. But, you know, I don't cry. Just kidding. I cry all the time. More than... More than I'm probably willing to admit, but anyways, this is about me and my crying habits. Um, but yeah, I hope that if you're listening, you're safe and that your family's safe and that you, if you have, a, you know, some old people in your life 
whether they're your parents or your in-laws and they are struggling with technology and smart devices and things like that, you know, give them a break. It's, uh, it's not fair to them, you know, just try to think of anything that you've ever tried to learn, you know, that you had absolutely no experience with, you know, and how much you struggled and try to put yourself in their shoes. And they're probably thinking, you know, they're probably embarrassed, you know, that they have to ask for help, especially from younger people. Because I think old people hate asking young people for things, especially when it comes to asking for help because, you know, they think they know everything. Um, <laughs> as some people, some old people think they know everything. Others, you know, they, they don't care as long as whatever they need done gets done. <laughs> but yeah, I know. Um, mm, I guess she's technically my grandma-in-law, but my wife's grandmother, she's blind as a bat. And she insists on going shopping and, you know, doing all these things <laughs> and uh, going outside and interacting with people. And, you know, she doesn't really grasp the severity of, you know, this pandemic and how you know at risk she is I guess um, but also part of me thinks that she doesn't care because she's old and she doesn't need young people's help and she's like you know what I've done everything I want to do like I don't give a shit about wearing a mask and I don't you know I don't blame her um, you know, to her, you know, masks and face coverings and all that is just more young people trying to tell her what to do. And she probably despises that. So, <laughs> so, you know, I don't blame her at all. Also the other, um, not to steer too far from my point, I guess, to, you know, help old people and be patient with them in general, but especially when it comes to technology, but the other reason why I wanted to start this uh, podcast is as a way for me to get out of bed early and to do something productive. And I don't journal. I don't, you know, some people have like an Excel sheet of what they do or what they experience throughout the day and, you know, they date it and stuff like that. But I think it's cool to do this and have like, I guess, like a weekly progress report of something that I thought of, something that I did. Uh, this week that kind of made me have um, like a moment where I thought of perspective and my place in in life, I guess. And I wanted to do this also within the time span that it takes me to drink a cup of coffee once it's, you know, at a drinkable temperature. And I figured 15 minutes would probably be a good amount of time and probably also uh, well, a good amount of time for me to drink it. And so if you, you know, I was sipping on my coffee, that's why I'm mentioning this now. If you hear me sipping throughout this, that's exactly why, um, I'll do my best to try to keep the, <laughs> the slurping and the sipping and, you know, all the ASMR noises to a minimum here while I'm drinking my coffee. So apologies in advance. 
Um, and also thanks for listening. If you've been, uh, with me this far, um, I'm sure there's better things to do in the morning than listen to me talk, but you know, I appreciate the support. Um, like I said, this is kind of an experiment for me. So depending on how, how well this does, you know, I'll keep it going and see how I like it too. Cause you know, another takeaway is don't do things that you don't really like doing. You know, if there's, I mean, obviously you have to go to work to make money to pay for things, right? Unless you're independently wealthy, then congratulations. But if you're like most people, then, you know, I just mean like, you know, if there's something that you don't need to do that's making you unhappy or that you hate and you dread every day and you're like, Jesus, fuck, I got to do this again. Ugh, you should probably change that. You know, it's not, nothing's really worth if, you know, COVID's taught me anything is that nothing's worth getting so mad about. And so being up so upset about that you drive yourself to do it every single day. And by literally driving, that could mean like you're going to work every day and you absolutely fucking hate it. Try looking for a new job. If you don't think you can get a new job because of your experience or whatever, try switching careers. Um, there's plenty of continuing education programs that are, you know, at community colleges and all that stuff. Um, you know, if you don't have money, apply for government assistance. It's there. Tons of uh, college grants that go unclaimed year after year. And that's money for people to get their learn on. So, you know, if learning something you want to do, get after it. Uh, if not, you know, stop bitching about the shit you hate that you know that you can change. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, um, that's going to wrap it up for me. This has been just about eh, just about 14 minutes, but I think I'm doing pretty well. I'm going to cut it off here. Uh, I'm going to pinch it off before it gets too messy. Anyways, uh, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. This is episode one of Morning Java. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Be safe, take care, and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.